And now, on with the show. caught me i did almost i was trying i was gonna try to catch you in mid rant but you 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 cut yourself off so yeah or i guess you ran out of steam you tired yourself out i don't want to talk about my feelings (laughs) anyway welcome to weekend watch everyone uh here we are a production yeah a production of the three guys one up podcast network uh i'm spencer that's my name his name is keith that's me and also David. Um, ding-a-ling dong. <laughs> wah, wah. See who needs a soundboard. I'm not going to pay for that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, we're making these noises, I presume, because these are the kinds of noises that you hear in stadiums. Do the charge. Charge. Da-da-da-da-da-da. David's doing the wave on a podcast. Well done. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're doing stadiums and stuff because it's sports week here on Weekend Watch. We're talking about our favorite sports-themed movies and shows. Uh, I like a good sports movie. How about you guys? Yeah, there's a lot of good sports movies out there. I mean, what a it. question, right? That was a really professional question. That's how we hook the listeners. Professional. Do you? I do. You guys also like sports movies? That's a good no. way to, to hook. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was expecting that. David David is is well known as a uh uh a not a proponent of sports in general. I I'm just like not sportsy at all. I'm I'm okay playing some sports from time to time, but uh watching sports in any capacity, I'm like mm-hmm, meh. not for you. No, not really. Fine. I get that. You know, not everything is for everybody, you know, so it's on games that everybody likes. Exactly. Some things like some some people don't like fun. (laughs) Well, I feel like my picks this week are perfectly appropriate for my attitude towards sports. I actually agree with you. I I thought you made some some uh, some wise choices for your your particular worldview. Sweet. So we'll I'm get into that. Agree. Let's <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's get into your first non-sports sports pick, David. Um, well, I don't even. Sometimes I just don't know what to pick first. So I was just like, here, I got this one up. Dodgeball, two thousand four. Uh, excuse me. Let me let me f- give you the full uh, title. Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, you watch yourself. <laughs> Average Joe's gym and its owner, Peter LaFleur, are both down on their luck. A fancy competing gym called Globo Gym, run by the maniacal health nut White Goodman, is about to put Average Joe's out of business. Um, <laughs> it's, and it's got an amazing cast. Um, I, my favorite part of this whole movie is Alan Tudyk. Steve the pirate is just yeah between um, him and Rip Torn seriously. it's like oh my god this is yeah what did they do to these guys to make them so <laughs> fucking incredible if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball patches of Julian <laughs> I love it it really is just a classic comedy uh, yeah. it's just Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn yeah uh, you know the same character he plays in 
almost everything. Yeah, Justin Long kind of falls falls into that, especially in this time in his acting career. Oh yeah, he, most definitely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, these they were both. I don't want to say typecast, but maybe a little bit. But it worked. It would especially worked in Dodgeball. You get a million cameos, man. Jason Bateman as Pepper Brooks as the announcer. ESPN eight, the Ocho, the Ocho. I love that. Gary Cole is side by side with him as Cotton McKnight. Oh my God, I love those two as the announcers. They're so fucking great. This this whole movie is great. Um, absolutely hilarious. It is endlessly quotable. There's just so much, so much going on. I do want to cram hold the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to theorize that uh, Ben Stiller's character is a resurrection of an earlier character he portrayed from the movie <laughs> Heavyweights. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It I'm has pretty... the same vibe for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that fan theory that that is who it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I want that to spread around. I want it to be canon. It really should be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Check out Heavyweights too. I don't know if that's streaming anywhere, but man, what a what a fantastic movie! Maybe I'll uh, keep my eyes peeled for it and and make a wreck. Nice. That's a that's a good movie. That would it be is. a fun one. All right, Dodgeball is on Prime right now, so get at her. Check it out, Dodgeball on Prime. Cool. Uh, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, my first sports pick is an HBO original series starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson called Ballers. Uh, the Rock. I'm sorry, Ballers, is about a superstar during his football playing days. Spencer Strasmore, played by The Rock, that's where I was going with that, tries to find the same success as a financial manager for current players in Sunsplashed Miami. Heeding his boss Joe's instruction to monetize his friendships, Spencer builds a client base of young phenoms and veteran stars alike, but his role in their lives far exceeds money management as he struggles to help them navigate the many traps that comes with life as big-time ballers. Um... So yeah, that's what it's about. Um, he plays a, a retired football player who gets into money management and starts trying to manage the money for all of his still playing sports friends. Um, yeah. Say again? So I was just going to say, and they're kind of huge fuck-ups. Yeah, yeah, it really is kind of a... And, and that's a pretty known trope, right? About, you know, that's a thing that actually happens is sports stars who have spent their entire lives honing their craft and becoming the best at what they do without ever learning how to manage money, how to watch out for scams, how to, you know, any any actual like life lessons that would prevent a lot of this. And, you know, a lot of these guys who make millions of dollars are broke by the time they retire filing bankruptcy. Buy three Um, houses, buy 10 cars, buy, 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 buy. And yeah, they got no money left. They can't sustain these massive purchases. Yeah, that song was written about ballers. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a look into this world of of sports management and sports money management. And there's a lot, I don't know, it's just an entertaining series. There's a lot of drama that goes into it. Um, The Rock in a role that is a bit different from some of the, you know, action. He's a pretty big action star. So it's not a lot of that. And it's... uh, it's just interesting. I, I liked it a lot. There's five total seasons. Um, Rob Corddry plays his opposite, his comic relief, uh, as Rob Corddry is wont to do. And it works really well. Um, yeah, they work great together. And tons of cameos pop up all the time uh, from famous sports stars to 
actors and you know just cameos and and guest spots for a few episodes and it's just fun. It, it was a really well-made show. There's five total seasons. Um, it's all wrapped up now, and they're only about 10, 25-minute episodes per season, so it's not that long to get through. Uh, it's a good show. Check it out. It's on HBO Max. Uh, what did you guys think? Have you seen this? Yeah, I've watched this show. I love this show. I thought Dwayne Johnson did, did a great job. Love all the cameos. Um, it's got it's got good comedy in it. It's it's just it's got great drama. Um, you know, it's it's like if you let Jerry Maguire kind of have a bit longer of a run, there's the, you just get a bit more of of that, you know, and um, it's good stuff. It, I I really like this show, and like you said, it's nice seeing Dwayne Johnson like actually acting and not just running away from explosions and stuff because he does yeah. a good job. David, you you said you got to watch the first episode. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and I was going to say Dwayne Johnson's a great actor. Like there, there's a lot of of dudes that don't translate well between you know being the the like the big action star and being good drama actor and and uh, he's he's really nailing it. Um, I was pretty excited to see uh, Dulé Hill because he it plays a character that is definitely not um, his character from Psych that I'm really used to. Um, yeah, it was it was far more interesting than I was expecting it to be because I I don't know what I was expecting going in, but it was it was pretty it was it was a great episode. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking out the rest of it. Yeah, me yeah. too. I watched um, some... Ballers on HBO. Keith, what's your first sports pick? My first sports pick is gonna kind of it's a different vibe than pretty much every other sports pick we've had. It's gonna kick you right in the nards with the feels. It is a 1994 documentary called Hoop Dreams. Man, what a fucking movie this is. Uh, amazing documentary. Um, it's about two teenagers, William Gates and, and Arthur Agee, and they are, are inner city what, Chicago kids. Yeah, Chicago. And um, it's about them trying to trying their damnedest to to be NBA stars later and it starts with them being 14 years old so it's it's a five-year story you watch them go through high school and and kind of trickle into their college their first uh, college year and it's it's intense man um two very similar yet very different stories with these two kids they had uh completely different treatment from teachers from coaches from their parents from administrators um it's a heart-wrenching story it's a heartwarming story there it, it has everything it's long it's uh just shy of three hours um but man it it, it sucked me in anyway I, I think it if you're a documentary lover this one it feeds that it's really badly it's it's such a good doc and it it's a great story you guys get a chance to watch any of this uh i didn't finish it um I, uh, this is the first time I'd ever actually watched it and I made it probably halfway through before I ran out of time, unfortunately, but it's really interesting. I mean, I'm really looking forward to going back and finishing the whole thing. Um, I, I did look into these guys and it, as far as I can tell, neither of them ever made it to the NBA. No, no, they didn't. Um, I think Arthur was offered a spot in some minor league ball, but I don't think he even did that. I I didn't really look too much into William. 
Um, and he was the more promising of the two, but I think he just, he stopped loving the game and, and he got a full ride scholarship. So I think he finished out college and, and that was it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, what, what an incredible story. Uh, when you set out to make these, these documentarians set out to make this film, you know, they're taking a gamble. Like these kids could end up gangbangers. They could end up doing any number of things uh and not making it into the nba like they didn't but that doesn't make their story any less incredible because of because they they didn't make it there in fact like some of their failures is is it's just such a a cool doc you know like i said they took a gamble on some really talented young men and got a great story out of it even though they didn't get that big nba story you know yeah yeah it's definitely worth a watch uh i really like you said it's it's inspiring it's heart-wrenching it's it's good it was really good so far uh where is it streaming uh this one is i believe also on hbo let me double check on that yeah you guys chose nothing but hbo this week (laughs) well there was there was a one thing yeah this this is on hbo for sure yeah did you get to watch any of this david i unfortunately missed this this is a good story man it is very 90s very eight late 80s early 90s the whole vibe of it (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it was definitely shot on video. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a great story. Like I said, three uh, just shy of three hours though, so you're gonna want to set aside some time to to watch this one. I'm looking at the Wikipedia blurb for this. The budget for this was seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I believe it. Box office for this eleven point eight million. No. <laughs> yeah, it was huge. It, it it's still like one of the most. Um, critically acclaimed documentaries because it it was so so full so complex there was so much to it it's it's an amazing amazing uh movie definitely watch it right on uh david i think that brings you up again buddy all right my second choice this week streaming on hulu right now is fx original the league Some friends who are all avid fantasy football fans try to balance their time between the league and their real lives. It becomes a challenge, though, when the good-natured competition gives way to a win-at-all-costs mentality, which begins to spill over into their relationships and even the workplace. It's a cutthroat competition to win the league and the bragging rights that come with the feat. The sitcom features a plethora... Okay, blah. Anyway, um... That doesn't give away a whole lot. This is a, it's a sitcom. It's a, what, how many seasons does it have? Um, like five, I think. Seven. Seven. Excuse yeah. me. Um, it's about a bunch of guys in a fantasy football league. Uh, they're all hilarious in their own way. Um, there's a lot of really great comedians in the show. Nick Kroll, Paul Shear, uh, John LaJoy, um, Mark Duplass, I've I, I've really come to enjoy his acting. He's he's got a great tone about him, and he's kind of the main character of this of this show, one of the mainest characters. Um, yeah, it's it's all about these guys trying to win the Shiva Bowl, the giant trophy dedicated to their high school valedictorian. And uh, this is a hilarious show, and for a while I. Uh, was quoting it all the time. Yeah, it, it definitely is one of those eminently quotable shows. Um, I've seen the whole the whole series as well. I think big a big shout out to uh, John LaJoy's character Taco. 
Taco's awesome, yeah. This is the first time that I came across uh, Jason Manzukas. Yes. Yeah, Rafi is an amazing character. He's, uh, it, but he's the same character as, as Jason plays in everything. But Rafi is maybe apex predator of all of those characters. Yeah, turned he up is, he's, like he's turned up to eleven for yeah, sure. He's nuts, absolutely nuts. I love all the cameos that that come in. You know, um, Seth Rogen has a handful of episodes as mm-hmm. Dirty Randall, um, one, Rob of, one of Rafi's like good friends yeah rob oh, Rickles. Yeah, uh, uh there's there's a ton of great actors there's a ton of nfl stars that come in this uh and i i will say if if you're not a, a fan of sports you know this is already coming from david so obviously um he he gives it the okay but my wife who watches exactly zero nfl games a year absolutely loves this show you do not have to know anything about fantasy football or the NFL, you might miss out on a couple of like big player uh, or or announcer or whatever, like little tiny jokes set aside. But you don't need to know dick for shit about the NFL to enjoy the fuck out of this entire show. It is great. Yeah. Something, I mean, they do a really great job of referencing sports heavily, um, specifically football. I, and like you said, there's a lot of, of uh, player cam- cameos and, and stuff like that. They do a, a really great job of referencing that, but not in such a way that leave. Cause I, I don't know shit about football <laughs> and, and I don't feel lost watching this show at all. Yeah. Like it's, it's they're nerding out about the thing that they want to nerd out about. And that is that on that level, I can really identify and appreciate these dudes hanging out with their bros playing this game. <laughs> Speaking of Paul Shear, just as an aside, have you guys ever heard his podcast? Uh, how did this get made? No, but I'm sure it's fucking remarkable. Like everything Paul Shear does, he, he's it, it really is. Uh, it it's they review like a bad movie every week. Okay, that's and, great. And it's Paul Shear doing Paul Shear comedy about a bad movie, and it, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. That sounds awesome. Uh, I'm gonna have to give that a listen. Right on, uh, David. You said the league is streaming on Hulu. Who woo? No. How have we not made that joke before? <laughs> I can, we're gonna do it every time from now on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's that's gonna be on Uwu. It's gonna be on Uwu. Damn it. All right. Uh oh, no, you go. guys have to say it all high pitched like that. Come on. <laughs> that's the best I got. Uh, all right, we're moving on. Uh, my second sports recommendation this week is about my favorite sport, baseball. Uh, it is the 1988 historical drama, Eight Men Out. Um, it is about the 1919 Chicago Black Sox scandal in which uh, it was found out later that a bunch of the players had conspired uh, to throw the World Series uh, for gamblers. And it is a super compelling story. There was a lot that went into this. Um, a ton of different people, um, you know, from the gamblers to the players to how the league reacted, how the owner of the White Sox reacted. Um, oh, man, it's just a great movie. It, um, I don't even know where to go from here. Uh, it, it's just a really interesting piece of history that I think this far out, I mean, it's been 102 years since it happened. 
not as many people are uh, aware of it. Um, you know, especially if you're not into you know a diehard baseball fan. This was a huge deal. Um, you know, when it happened in 1919, found out in 1920. Um, you know, baseball really was everybody. Everybody was into baseball at the time, and this was like groundbreaking, like earth shattering. Um, disillusionment when it when it when the story broke um and this is a dramatization of it based on the book eight men out by elliot asanoff um what did you guys think you've seen this right yeah this is a fantastic movie i was telling you earlier on that i grew up watching this movie and watching it again in my adult life it's just like oh fuck there's all sorts of wild shit this was more this was just baseball on the screen for me because baseball is also my favorite sport but um getting this in-depth look into into this whole scandal was was pretty awesome you know this changed the commission it changed the sport it changed gambling laws it changed so much within our country um just because of of what happened you know yeah and Uh, uh, i mean this was there was no baseball commissioner at the time yeah when it happened uh all these owners got together afterward after the story broke because they all tried to hide it uh they all knew about it as soon as quickly as as early as the first game of the World Series, yeah, uh, if you, were, you know, if they you found were out there, it was pretty easy for them to know what was going on. Right, sure. there were it was an open secret at that point, you know, and they tried to hide it. They didn't want any of this information to get out and become a story because it hurts baseball. It hurts their bottom lines. Um, but once it broke anyway, they they had to go and hire a commissioner who demanded lifetime appointment. He demanded complete authority, like can't be second-guessed by the owners. And he was in power in baseball for the next almost 30 years and just ruled with an iron fist. It, it's really interesting. Very um, interesting, yeah. That cast, whole story is interesting, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, the cast of the movie is fantastic. It's, uh, I mean, John Cusack is in it, Charlie Sheen, uh, D.B. Sweeney, Michael Rooker, um, who we talked about last week. Um, just a ton of different... Uh, faces that christopher lloyd a ton of different faces that you'd recognize from uh the past 30 years something was bugging me uh christopher lloyd's partner in the movie the the guy billy maharg i was like who the hell is that guy he's the dude that jacks the car from ferris bueller (laughs) and i like i looked him i i was looking through the cast and i looked him up and i was like oh shit that's where i know him from (laughs) I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, yep. Man, an incredible role in, in all of these were uh, Clifton James playing uh, Charles Kaminsky uh, because, man, what a special kind of cunt that man was um, and really spurred spurred this whole thing on. You know, uh, Kaminsky not paying his players well enough, not giving them bonuses and stuff, drove them at, to do this, like, it was a huge, huge deal. And it that also changed. Like the, the game changed entirely after this entire story. I will say, uh a fair bit of this has been disproven. Um, oh really? Since the movie and the since the book came out, really. Uh I'll I'll drop a link in Discord that is is very interesting. It's well sourced. Um Myths out. I like I like the title of that. Yeah, right. Uh Kamiski, the White Sox apparently had a fairly decent payroll. Uh, okay. one of the higher payrolls in baseball. I mean, um, he was called Kami Kamiski. Like he was, yes. he was a giant piece of shit. He no was a miser what. for sure. Yeah. Um, but the players themselves were not all that poorly paid comparatively. 
Okay. Like that, that's one of the other things with that's interesting about the history of baseball is at the time they were working under something called the reserve clause system, which basically meant that anybody who was playing for a team was completely owned by that team. Uh, they had no choice in where they played. There was no such thing as free agency. Uh, they could be paid whatever the owners decided they were worth. There wasn't a minimum salary. Uh, and if you didn't want to play for that team anymore, you were out of baseball. You couldn't just yeah. say, no, I'm not going to work for you. I'm going to go and play for some other team. No one else would hire you uh, because they were all in on it. They all colluded together to make sure that you'd be blackballed from baseball at that point. Uh, so that's why salaries were so low. I mean, they were obviously a good wage at the time, but you know, it wasn't millions of dollars even adjusted right. for inflation that these people that baseball players are making now. Uh, and that took another 60 years to change after this. Yeah, for sure. 50 years, probably a little closer, but um, yeah, it, it's very interesting. The whole, the whole thing's really interesting. Uh, check out the article I dropped. There were a fair few bits of the movie and the book that are, that have been debunked at this point. Um, I, I'll, I'll ask you straight out about this one before reading it um, about DB Sweeney's portrayal of shoeless Joe was he really that simple? I didn't never, I, I didn't, I didn't think he was, I knew he was an uneducated man. I didn't realize like all these years that he was just that simple of a man. I, I don't. All I accounts that, that I've heard are that yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson was a, a very dumb guy. Yeah. He was I knew, incredibly I knew that. I just, I like this, this was like on, on the verge of like, he was, he was like incapable right uh and and you know it's entirely possible that that's true uh that is not one that's addressed but from everything i've read even outside of this book um yeah he was he was a pretty simple guy yeah in fact he got his nickname because he forgot to bring his base his cleats to a game once (laughs) and played barefoot when wow the guy was he just straight up forgot to bring shoes and didn't have time to go back and get them so he played the entire game barefoot in the outfield you know, taking a bats barefoot, like yeah. the guy is still possibly to this day one of the most gifted baseball players to have ever lived, though. Like insanely good at baseball. Yeah, and he's probably baseball the biggest. The uh, he's probably the biggest tragedy of this whole thing is that he his involvement was essentially nothing. Yeah, like he well, was he approached, and, and you know, he said like, "Oh, if you guys are, maybe I will too," because he's a very dumb guy. And then played his heart out and had better stats during the series than he did in the regular season. And yeah. he still got a lifetime ban from baseball after all was said and done. Yeah, Buck Weaver, too, who yeah. was notoriously outspoken about this entire thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a it's a great movie. Check it out and then read the, the, the little article I posted because it does dispel some of the myths from the movie. Um, yeah, check it out. It's on HBO Max. Cool. So let's move on. Let's move on to Keith's next recommendation. My final pick of the night is also from 1988. It is also a baseball movie, and it is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. It is Bull Durham, and God, what a fucking movie. You want to talk about just, I don't know, if you could contain baseball into a movie, this does it so, so well. You got the game. You got the shit shit talk you got the rough housing you got the goofiness uh kevin costner's just he is he knows the game so well that's why he's in so many great baseball movies and he 
he captures that feeling of being in a baseball locker room of being behind the plate of walking out and calling timeout and having a meeting on the mound. There's so many aspects to this movie that you think are far-fetched, like that doesn't happen, but this this is what baseball is. This is what's happening. There, When somebody's meeting out on the mound, they're not in some deep conversation about the game. They're talking about what to buy for so-and-so and so-and-so's wedding gift. Like, there, this is the real shit. We're going um, through a lot of shit. <laughs> fun damn it and they just like uh, i love every quote of this entire movie i love the entire cast of this whole movie um it's about a minor league baseball team uh and it's it's about the team and and the the people that love this team and you know my dad played uh 16 years of of professional baseball he also coached for um like seven, eight, maybe nine years in, in independent leagues. So I was around a lot of this exact scenario. Um, and like I said, this this movie just captures it so well. It's just, it. this feels like baseball. This whole film does. And I love it so much. What do you guys think of Bull Durham? I, I agree with you completely. Um, like it, it, The movie itself is just such a great representation. It's the dichotomy of, you know, the young arrogant rising star coming up through the minor leagues and the old grizzled veteran who never quite broke out and became, you know, a, a star in the show. Um, and then the clash of narcissism between the two. <laughs> right, right. You've got, you know, the, the, the jaded old guy who doesn't take shit from, like I said, the young arrogant rookie who's, who's got a lot of raw talent, but not a lot of control, not a lot of command. And, and but he's got a Porsche. Teach him. Yeah, he's got a Porsche. Um, yeah, Tim Robbins is fantastic in that role. Right. Um, yeah, it, I will say, like I, I think we were talking about this a little before we, we started recording, but it goes a little bit off the rails at the end. The movie goes on for about 15 minutes, a little too long, and for no real reason. But yeah, they needed it, to it, fill in some time, and they they filled it hard. It, it's it, it's a little funny. Check <laughs> it out. I, I won't give anything beyond that away, but it, it's fun. Yeah, I I agree. This is this one is it's streaming on Hoopla, but you might have to go to justwatch.com and yeah. click the Hoopla thing. Like I yeah. was. Yeah. It's, I was actually waiting for you to be like, David, did you catch this one? Because yeah. you know that I didn't. Um, and the reason that I missed this this week is because I trying to look this movie up on the Hoopla phone app produced no results, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, like Keith was saying, you're gonna have to watch through the through the desktop site. It is. It is still on there. We we did just check before the show, so I know it's on there. You might just have to do some finagling to find it. And if you can, please do, because Bull Durham is just such a fucking great movie. Yeah, we had okay, so let's go through it. We we use justwatch.com as our, you know, barometer of what's streaming and where. Yeah. And it's generally really accurate. And it was in this case too. But it said it was on Hoopla. So we opened up Hoopla. David, you said mobile. I looked for it on the desktop website, and it wasn't coming up in the search results. But if you click the link on just watch either through their app or through their website you know that says it's streaming on hoopla click the little hoopla icon on the on the bull durham page it takes you right to it and you can watch it on hoopla i don't understand it <laughs> i don't know what's going on but that's how you can watch it 
if you really want to. I watched this one on my Criterion Blu-ray version. Ooh. I know. I don't have every movie. I do have this one. <laughs> and and you should. This is a fantastic film. It, again, I, I would have to say, even if you're not a big fan of baseball, this is a phenomenal movie. It is funny. It's got a little bit of like goofy romance to it. Like it's got it's got so many good aspects to this film as and it's just so incredibly written. The jokes are spot on. The acting is spot on. Uh, like we, we said, did we even mention Susan Sarandon's performance yet? No, and I was just gonna say, like we said, we we got Tim Robbins and Kevin Costner, but Susan Sarandon is just electric. The entire film, just it. I mean, man, she is fucking sexy throughout this whole movie. It is just insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch, watch Bull Durham. It is great. I highly, highly recommend this film. Me too. Uh, and like we said, on Hoopla, kinda. <laughs> Uh, that wraps up our sports recommendations this week, guys. Uh, do we have anything else? Anything else we want to touch on? Talk about? Get into? I want to touch on you. Hey. hey. Well, let's we wrap need a sound, this up. We need a sound effect for that. We had sound effects at the beginning, but not for that. <laughs> no, I'm blushing. <laughs> I saw you trying to whistle, Spencer. I did. It didn't pick it up. <laughs> I, it came out. It just didn't pick it up. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up then, guys. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. As usual, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord. Join our Discord. Tell us what your favorite sports movie is. We've got a website. It's threeguysoneup.com. You can find a link to our Patreon on there. Click that link. Become a patron. That'd be super cool of you. Uh, And with that, we will wrap it up. We'll see you next week. Um, We've got another theme. In fact, we're going to continue our Decades Week series with the 2000s. It's theme overload. So many themes in a row. Check them out. Watch it. Thank you.